0: Hi, I'm Marie, and I'm Emily, and we're registered dietitians who love to look at the research when it comes to all things diets and supplements.
1: With years of working with professional and collegiate athletes, we've seen it all, and we're here to set
0: the record straight. On this podcast, we break down popular diets and supplements to let you know what's legit and what's BS.
1: Versus BS podcast. Today we are talking about someone and something I had never heard of before, but is apparently huge. His name is Bobby Parrish, and his whole thing is called Flave City. He has an Instagram, he has a website, a YouTube channel. We got a couple listener submissions, actually, as we were planning on recording this, we got another listener submission. So people are very interested in this guy. It's gonna be a good episode. Marie, have you heard of him before?
0: Oh, yeah. I'm honestly shocked that you haven't. How? I'm living under a rock. You literally, Literally. it's so weird to me because, (laughs) like, you simultaneously, like, do your business, not via social media, but you utilize social media for your business, but somehow are, like, totally immune to getting targeted by these people. Like, the v shred thing, Bobby, I cannot believe Bobby Parrish doesn't pop up on your Explore page all the time.
1: Maybe they have a flag through Artie's versus BS, and through like the things I post saying she's not about this kind of no, stuff. No,
0: Emily, it, it's on our Artie's versus BS Instagram page. Whenever Is I it? go to it, it's all over our Explore page.
1: Oh no! I will be very honest. I never go to the Explore page, so maybe that's why I just stick with the people I know and I ignore all of the rest. <laughs> but now I know all about this guy, so. Can't wait to dive in. So before we get into our episode today, if you like our podcast, be sure to subscribe. It really, really helps us if you leave a review. Five-star review on Apple Podcasts, five-star rating on Spotify. And keep sending us those topic suggestions. You can get in touch with us either on our Instagram by DMing us. Our Instagram is rdz underscore vsbs. Sorry, that's not what our Instagram is. <laughs> RDS <laughs> R- 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 underscore, underscore VS underscore VS underscore pod. If you're not on Instagram, you can also get in contact with us through our website, which is rdsvsbs.com. And there's a contact page there. So we'd love to hear from you guys. And if you want to get healthier this year and just get that cringy BS feeling when you hear Bobby Parrish telling you to not eat goldfish because everything in it is toxic. Um, (laughs) We're here for you because as dietitians, Marie and I both love focusing on the science, focusing on what's effective, what actually works and ignoring all the BS. So we're both currently accepting one-on-one clients. And if you want to learn more about that, contact us either on our website under the Work With Us page, or you can also DM us. Okay, Marie has a shit at the grocery store today
0: that I can't wait to
1: hear about. So what do you
0: have for us? It's a short one today. So this is Perfect Bars, which I do love. Um, They are the usually peanut butter, but sometimes almond or cashew butter-based protein bars you can usually find them in the grab and go refrigerated section like i know they sell them at target you can buy a singular one i've never really like paid attention to the packaging of it i just love the taste of them especially the pumpkin spice ones when those come in season those are amazing but anyways they're so good so i was picking one up the other day i eat them fairly regularly and i just saw on the front it says 21 plus superfoods and i was like i I don't feel like there's a lot of ingredients in this. So I turned it around to the nutrition facts and I counted up the ingredients and I don't have it in front of me, but there was like 13 ingredients. I was like, how are there 21 plus superfoods with a product with 13 ingredients in it?
1: (laughs) Oh no. And something else that comes up for me, just because we're talking about Bobby Parrish and he kind of is in the whole mindset of only eat foods that have a short ingredient list. Yet here we have a perfect bar that is saying how healthy they are because there are so many ingredients, but then lying about (laughs) how many ingredients there actually are. It's like, it's such a mess out there.
0: I saw, I've never, I've been eating these things for years and I've never noticed that before. And then I find, I want, they might've changed the packaging. I don't know, but.
1: That's definitely a a marketing mistake.
0: Yes. So. Nice. Nice. Just one of those funny things out there. And just a reminder that superfood literally doesn't mean anything. That is a good reminder. Oh, good find. Thank you. All right. Well, speaking of shit at the grocery store. <laughs> oh, oh. My God. Shit Bobby Parrish tells us to freak out about at the grocery store.
1: i got so much anxiety doing like researching his stuff. For people who don't know who he is, like me, he's a Chicago native, went to University of Wisconsin, graduated in 2000 and was working in finance. No, he's not a doctor. No, he's not a dietitian. No, he's not a food scientist. He's a finance guy who loved cooking and then decided he wanted to embrace his love for cooking and do that full time. He just started making YouTube videos of recipes that he liked. And I think he applied to be on the Food Network and they turned him down. Then his YouTube blew up. He has an Instagram. He has an app, which we're going to talk about, his YouTube channel, his website. And his website's mostly about meal prep. And he sells, of course, supplements and cookware and all these products. But his Instagram which I think is also tied to his YouTube channel, is really where oh you get the stuff that just makes your blood boil. It's basically mostly those grocery store videos of him at Costco pulling items off the shelf and looking at the ingredients and telling you how toxic it is. There are a lot of videos in here and I didn't even scratch the surface, but I saw enough
0: (laughs) to talk about him for a full hour. He's basically, we've done an episode in the past called Food Babe, and if you are familiar with Food Babe or listen to that episode, he's basically a male Food Babe, but I would say with more of a social media presence and less of a blog style presence.
1: Yes, 100%. Which, if you didn't listen to our Food Babe episode, basically, he and she are both all about everything's toxic, all food has to be organic gmos are the devil there's chemicals and everything seed oils are evil like all of these things and as i'm watching his videos just our past episodes kept popping up in my head he probably mentioned 30 different things that we've had episodes on a lot to a lot to unpack
0: i will say because of that we're just going to kind of talk about generalities with him and the issues that we have with his approach to everything but if you're interested in any of the specifics that he demonized like I, like Emily just said, we pretty much already have episodes on most of these things. So we'd recommend that you go and find that episode. And if there's something that we bring up or you something that you've seen him talk about that you have specific questions about that we haven't talked about, let us know. We'll either do an episode or a BSPS on it. But we simply don't have the time today <laughs> to go through every single thing that he's telling people to avoid to eat because we would be here... For hours and hours and hours, and I don't think people want to listen to us talk about research for like five hours straight.
1: <laughs> and if you do, gosh, with all of the past episodes that we've had talking about things that he mentions, there's probably a good like twenty to thirty hours worth of content, there. right? So, <laughs> let's talk about Flave City. I hate that name. I don't. I don't understand it. But Flave City it reminds, is
0: basically his. Right, <laughs> To Flavor town. town. Oh, the
1: guy, guy, is that Guy Fieri? Guy Fieri, yeah. Oh, God, he cracks me up. Flavetown.
0: Flav City.
1: It's a meal prepping community that he, that Bobby Parrish has started. We just went through and watched some of these grocery store videos that are on his YouTube channel, his Instagram, and was just, you know, putting down some notes some thoughts, and we came up with almost 20 things in, you know, again, like I said, we didn't even scratch the surface of what's out there. But there's a lot of stuff that he says that we want to talk about.
0: There's a theme here of he's a very like elitist attitude towards food. And he very much does not consider people's budgets, people's access. And he is a very black and white way of thinking of foods. And if the world were up to him, like, we would all be eating stuff fresh off of an organic farm. It's like, okay, man, like, there's about five people in this country who can do that day to day. So what else you got for us? (laughs) Let's
1: talk about the first one. He says, so he goes on to continually demonize sugar and says... Sugar kills good gut bacteria and feeds the bad ones. Okay, Marie, (laughs) what's your reaction?
0: Oh my God, I watched that one. and I was like, okay, sir. So you love fruits and vegetables, which are sugars, but you hate sugar, which is hurting your gut. But you say fruits and vegetables are good for our gut. And again, it's this just very fear-mongering misunderstanding, like, I think that most people can discern what he means in that moment as eating ultra processed, super sugary, a lot of added sugared foods all the time is going to negatively impact your gut, probably. And that's the thing. It's like we don't even actually have very hard data to even prove that that's a true statement. But it's like we have trends, right? So, like, let's just say that that's true. That's very different than saying sugar hurts your gut. Because if I'm eating sugar from fruit, sugar from honey, sugar from all these quote-unquote good foods or approved foods, it's still sugar. It's the same sugar. It drives me Banana sandwich. I know that you guys have heard me bitch about this in the past. So I'm just gonna stop, but it's sugar <laughs> is sugar, regardless of its source. So to just blanket statements say that sugar is toxic and killing your bad bacteria, that would mean that we can't eat fruits and vegetables, that fruits and vegetables are killing our gut bacteria. And that is not true. The data very clearly shows the opposite.
1: I think it's always good to have that reminder. Yeah. You know, no matter how many times we might hear it, like I feel like we need to hear it again. Because that dialogue is never going to go away. The next one, protein from soy protein isolate is one of the cheapest and most inflammatory versions of protein. So I don't know where this comes from. I know he doesn't like soy because soy tends to be GMO, right? But in what world is soy protein isolate inflammatory? I've never seen anything.
0: What evidence is he using? To back that up,
1: right? Uh, I mean, most of his claims, unsurprisingly, I mean, it's not backed up by anything,
0: right? But he has
1: he has two million followers on Instagram.
0: Wait, no, no, no! It's (laughs) we're gonna get to this later because he's we we've had or people on his social media have questions his credentialing before, and he goes, "My credentials are being an informed consumer."
1: So, okay, dude, he's an informed <laughs> right.
0: Emily, he's an informed consumer, so uh you better believe that soy protein isolate is inflammatory. <laughs> yeah. He he informed himself. <laughs> I really
1: feel like he just decided what he wanted to say is bad. And that is non-organic food, GMOs, natural flavors, corn syrup, canola oil, soy chemicals, toxins, all of these things, and didn't do any of the actual being an informed consumer and learning about what those things are and what the research says and just said, these things are bad. I'm going to tell people they're bad. In my mind, if I were to walk into the grocery store and try to buy things that he said are okay, I would be lost. Cause just the list of things that are bad is so long. And that's where his app comes in, which we are going to talk about. It's crazy. Like he goes as far as to say those coffee pods, like the Nespresso coffee pods are made of plastic and aluminum. He's essentially saying if you use those, then you're getting plastic and aluminum in your body. So the only Bobby approved... <laughs> Like coffee pods that you can use are sold at Costco, and they're made from plant fiber, and all of this. It's oh like my God, and we're only talking about food. He's got videos on laundry detergent. He goes way beyond the scope of food. It's a whole household thing,
0: which makes me know that he has no idea what he's talking about. Because yeah. people who are educated in these spaces are educated enough to know that they're not educated enough in other spaces to speak on that on a, like an expertise level. So somebody who is a food scientist or somebody who's a dietitian who understands food, I'm not going, that's why every time we talk about skin, because there's always skin stuff that pops up Uh in a lot of these diets, we go, by the way, we're not estheticians or dermatologists. We baseline read some research. This is what we're seeing. If you're an esthetician or a dermatologist and we're wrong, let us know and we will correct it. It's like the whole toxic free lifestyle type people. He's really giving off some like Britney Dawn vibes right here. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But they always tend to go into these other spaces, right? Because as soon as they've sort of maximized their audience in one space, they're like, oh, now I'm going to go on scaring you that you're going to toxify your kids if you use this detergent. detergent, or if you use the soap, or if you use this air freshener.
1: I mean, gosh, we could go on and on. But just a couple more things I want to mention. We talked about how he's very anti-sugar, and he's talking about liquid IV, which if you haven't heard of it, it's these little electrolyte packets that cut, there's the powder, you add it to your water, has a nice flavor, gives you some electrolytes. He talks about how there's 11 grams of sugar in liquid IV, which is three teaspoons, and he literally says, that's excessive, if you ask me. And I'm like, I, we shouldn't be eating an insane amount of sugar. But let's think of the people in general who are taking liquid IV. Like, yes, people who are hungover, <laughs> obviously, whatever. But a lot of times it's active people, 11 grams of sugar. So quick little math thing. Each gram of sugar is the same as a gram of carbs. It has four calories. So 11 grams of sugar is 44 calories of sugar. You're going to burn that off in five minutes, do it walking, being active, right? So if you put it into those terms, it is not excessive. It's, he just has no perspective, I feel like. And the same thing with, with cereals, he is comparing cereals And is freaking out over a difference of four to eight grams of sugar. He's like, you've got to choose this specific. I I can't think of what exactly it was, but like this specific brand of cereal instead of this one, because this has four grams less sugar per cup. It's like, who cares, dude? Like four grams of sugar is not what's making or breaking health in America. You know, I know it's just exhausting
0: yeah, the way that he was like, excessive, if you ask me. I'm like, right. why don't you ask why don't you ask an athlete? That's who those are made for, you know, right? not excessive, actually a subpar amount of carbohydrates for a sports drink, right. You but- actually
1: need like six of those. Just also have to say, of course, he talks about red forty, how it's derived from petroleum, and it's a fake color made from really bad stuff. He almost reminds me of, in a way, of how Donald Trump talks about stuff <laughs> that, really that, bad. Really, really bad stuff. Like it just yeah. shows you this guy is not an expert in this at all. Yeah. Fake colour, really bad stuff.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. That's so funny. Yeah, and then he just, like, moves on. Like, he just, he tries to talk so quickly and go through so much in the video that by the time you, like, register, hey, but what, why is that bad? What, what do you mean it's really bad stuff? Like, could you explain more? He's already moved on to, like, five other things.
1: Informed consumer Bobby says it's bad. That's why it's bad. So,
0: yes. Therefore. And, yes, if you want to hear about Red 40, we have to have an entire episode on it. There's a small population of people that sometimes have skin or like headache-related side effects to it less than, what was it, less than like 2% or something? I don't remember the numbers in front of me. Like a really small piece of the population. So really bad stuff. Really bad stuff.
1: Really bad stuff. So speaking of really bad stuff, I went as far as to download the I think it's, it's literally called Bobby approved. It says app. This is where I take issue with this app. Don't download this app. But if you do, you scroll to the bottom, and it says ingredients on label. And it labels all of these things green, yellow, or red, very like (laughs) Noom-esque, like green things are good. And yellow, you have to be careful for and Red is like, no, like you have to be like, don't buy sort of thing. I mean, you could get really lost in this app. But I just did a quick like search through the ingredients and what he thinks is like good and bad. And I just wanted to point out a few things on this (laughs) that are, to me, surprisingly not green. So Mm -hmm. the first thing that comes up is apples are yellow because it says... Should be organic. It's on Stop. the Dirty Dozen list. Stop. He's big on the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15, which we talked about in our organic episode, so go back and listen to that. But, um, like, cherries, blueberries
0: should be organic. He's literally taken every major, like, food trend and food freak out. That I, That's his research. Just whatever's trending on the media. That's... Uh, because if you look through his website, not to go back to the website, which some of it's totally fine. A lot of it's just meal prep ideas. And I was kind of like, oh, okay, this is actually like, kind of good information. But then it's like meal prep for Whole30, meal prep for keto, meal prep, blah, blah, blah. And I get that. Look, even companies that I recommend or I think are beneficial, like HelloFresh and stuff like that, it, they're just following trends, right? Like, they're following consumer trends. They're trying to make a profit, whatever. But like, he really digs his heels big into some of these fad diets and we will get to, like, some medical advice that he's given people um, as an informed consumer. Sorry, that, that was like a total tangent. When you said Dirty Dozen, I was just like, this guy literally just latches on to all of the things that people freak out about with food that has no backing. And it's like, yeah, there's another thing I'm going to add to my arsenal.
1: Right, exactly. Things that get people going, get people nervous and scared and worried, and just worrying more about food than they need to. A few other things I found was funny on the ingredients. It says artificial anything is in red, and you click on it, it goes fake food. Another Trumpism. <laughs> That's fake food. Artificial anything. Fake food. Beef red should be organic or ideally a hundred percent grass fed. Okay, brown sugar's red. Cane sugar with added molasses. Okay, like okay.
0: what? So?
1: Chicken should be organic or ideally pasture-raised.
0: What did he have about cherries? I see you wrote cherries. Here. Oh, yeah,
1: cherries was another, I think, dirty dozen one here. Cherries was yellow. Should be organic. It's imagine, on the dirty dozen list.
0: Imagine... Deterring somebody from buying cherries <laughs> and put marking it as a like bad food because it's not organic. Like it's so ridiculous. You've got somebody in there trying to make good, healthful nutrition choices and they're like, hell yeah, I'm going to pick up fruits and vegetables because I know that these are healthy. And then you go to scan and it's yellow. And now right. you're like, well, fuck me. And I'm confused. Why is my cherries bad? You know, like, oh, I guess I got to get these organic. I guess I'll go pay six more dollars. For this box of cherries right. that I can't afford. Like, it's also ridiculous.
1: Kale's yellow. What? Why? Well, I think you could guess. Dirty Should dozen? Be organic. It's on the dirty dozen list. It's insane. And then, of course, every oil. You know, peanut oil, canola oil. Highly processed and inflammatory oil. This is funny. Pea protein is green. But when you click on it, it says heavy metal content can be an issue. So even his green things, he has something negative to say. That's enough with the app. But you get the idea. It's just a lot of fear mongering.
0: Yeah, it's fear mongering. It's making people have to pay more for stuff that they don't have to be paying more for. You could really
1: get wrapped up into this.
0: Yeah, and you shouldn't. Like, It shouldn't be that hard to go to the grocery store you know, you should be able to look at the fresh foods and be like, minimally processed bulk of my diet. And then you go down the aisles and you go more processed food, smaller percentage of my diet. And then you go to the cookie aisle and you go smallest percentage of my diet. These are treats like that is as complicated as going to the grocery store needs to be.
1: Right? Yeah. So, you know, this app is free. All the stuff he puts on Instagram, YouTube, it's obviously free, Websites free, whatever. So Then I ask myself, why is he doing this? How is he making money? And it's through his products. So we're not going to get super into them. I just wanted to talk about a few. So remember how before I was talking about how evil liquid IV is, the electrolytes, because of the 11 grams of sugar, God forbid. Well, he sells his own electrolytes. So there you go. That's why he does it in almost every video. He'll talk about how pro-inflammatory this soy protein is, but, oh, don't worry, I've got my own protein, buy from me, sort of thing. He sells a keto hot chocolate, which I looked into it, and it's literally just hot chocolate mix, and then you mix it with milk, And we've done an episode on keto. So, again, lots to listen to. But you mix it with any milk besides almond milk, and it's going to add at least 10 grams of carbs to it. So, like, dude, what are you going to mix this with water? It's going to taste terrible. (laughs) And it's not keto if you add anything besides almond milk. So it's just, yeah, what are your thoughts?
0: And I'm sorry. I'm looking at the ingredients right now. For a guy who spends his entire career (laughs) – shitting on ingredients you're gonna put urethrol in this right and not have that like bullshit that you think that that ingredient is okay for those who haven't listened to us before that is a sugar alcohol they are safe in moderation but when you're talking about foods that cause inflammation or like bloating or (laughs) gi distress that is one of the few that we have that it's like hey If you take, if you eat too much of this, like you will experience gastric distress. This is not good for your gut in large quantities. So it's just fucking bonkers to me that this dude is going to put more sugar alcohol in this and take away what, like probably five grams of sugar that would make it taste equally as good. It's just so backwards.
1: So backwards. And they conveniently don't list sugar alcohols on the nutrition facts, which usually right. they do when right. they have these I noticed so that. We don't know how many grams of this this stuff is in this. And if it's a high amount, you're definitely getting GI upset if you're not used to eating this. So that's an issue.
0: It's not any more than seven. basically. That's true. That. So you're probably fine. But I'm just saying, like, it's crazy to me that he's so freaked out about stuff like sugar And, like, refusing to put anything like that in his, or, like, refusing to let anybody buy anything with added sugar. But he's going to put artificial sweetener in something, which, like, I bet you anything, if we spend a little bit more time scrolling through his videos, like, we, I'm sure we would find something demonizing sugar alcohols. Right. I'm sorry. When you're making a processed product like this, like fucking hot chocolate... I'm riled up when you're, you're, you're <laughs> gonna have to add something to make it taste good. Uh-huh. You're gonna have to either add sugar and artificial sweetener, some sort of fat, some sort of emulsifier. like you, that is what processed foods are, especially ultra processed foods. We're making something taste and feel in a way that it otherwise wouldn't. So that is why it shouldn't be the bulk of your diet. But that's also why those things are in there. And that's why they're safe. You know, it's just, you can't make a hot chocolate without something in it. But yet he still, like, found some bullshit way to be like, oh, but it, but it's keto. It's like, okay, man. Well, like, if your own barcode scanner would probably tell you not to drink this. <laughs> right. It's
1: a mess. He has too many rules to follow his own rules.
0: Yeah. Crazy.
1: And then he's got stuff like a superfood lemonade and immunity tea. Like, that sort of thing. So that's all, you know. That I just thought that was interesting, like how this guy is actually making money doing this. But that would be it. One more thing I wanted to talk about before we get into actual like comments that Bobby Parrish has made on Instagram and has had conversations with people. It's really interesting, but I wanted to talk really quickly about. His daughter, because he features her so much in his Instagram. She's really young. She's probably two or three years old. Her name is Rose, which is my middle name. Oh. So I like that. But the poor thing is, like, three. And she has her own Instagram account with over 200,000 oh, no. followers. <laughs> and she published, she, a.k.a. Bobby, published a picture book. Rose recently published a picture book that tells a story in which she makes cookies with paleo flour.
0: Oh my God.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. And then there's a video where Bobby's with Rose at Costco and he's pointing out goldfish crackers. What I mentioned earlier that they're not a good choice because they have GMO cheese and processed oils and is telling Rose how we shouldn't be buying anything with GMOs. Like, Then he goes on to talk about oatmeal, how non-GMO oatmeal has glyphosate in it, all of this. And I have two thoughts. The first is pretty minor, which is GMO cheese doesn't exist.
0: I think that's major, though. I think that's major. (laughs) Because that's that's what he does. He'll be like, oh, like, don't buy the goldfish. Like, they're not, it doesn't say they're non-GMO. It's like, okay, well, yeah, because there's nothing in there that can have GMOs. Yeah.
1: Listen to our GMO episode. We'll explain why. Right? This is, like, crazy. But... My biggest issue here is that he is talking to a three-year-old about food in a way that is so demonizing and scary, just setting her up for food, fear of food in the future for the rest of her life. Like, no two-year-old needs to be worried about GMOs and processed oils. Teach your kids about food. Absolutely. But teach him about balance and eating colors and things that kids should care about. Not scaring them about food. Especially because, like we've said throughout this entire episode, the things he's scaring her about have no backing to them. There's no reason to be scared. I
0: also feel like it's a little, this is my personal opinion, but it just feels really icky to be basically exploiting your child for commercial gain. Your poor child is just like trying to eat some goldfish, man.
1: (laughs) Right. Letter. Yeah. (laughs) You know, this is, it's crazy. Our favorite blog dietitian, Abby Langer, of course, did a write up on Bobby. And I'm so glad she did. Thank you, Abby, because she found all of these great conversations on Instagram, where people are commenting on Bobby's different posts and his videos and asking him questions and his responses are insane. So the first one is what Marie talked about earlier about how he said his credentials are that of an educated consumer who takes time to research what he puts in his body. If you want a scientific study, go elsewhere. <laughs> you go if you want a scientific study Come to us. Come to yes. RDs versus BS. We'll tell you the truth. What a mess. There was this conversation with, I, I love this because it's with Bobby Parrish and Food Science Babe, who we talked about before. She made an Instagram in response to Food Babe, and she's all about food science. We love her. She's awesome. Follow her Instagram, like really good stuff. I'm not going to read everything that she wrote back to Bobby because it's like super long, but basically they're going back and forth about vanilla extract versus natural vanilla. I'm like, why are, why is this a conversation? You know, this is such a minor thing, but basically Bobby starts off by saying my friend, vanilla extract is not the same as natural vanilla flavors. One is made with vanilla and alcohol The other is vanilla essence and chemicals. Food science babe basically goes into this whole thing because she's a food scientist. She knows what vanilla extract is and what natural vanilla flavor is. The first thing she says back is you are incredibly misinformed. And then she, she even goes on to say like, please reach out to me or my fellow scientists. If you want to learn more, you are doing an incredible disservice to not only the scientific community, as we have to clear up this misinformation on a daily basis, but also to your followers, all of this stuff. And then, you know, Bobby just replies and totally ignores everything she just said. This shows me that he's just so narrow-minded in what he's willing to believe and willing to learn which he's not willing to learn. You know, free speech, whatever. Everyone, you can believe what you want. But we really take offense when people have a, you know, approach, and they put it on other people, and it harms them. And this next piece is really toeing that line. So this woman comments on one of Bobby's Instagrams and says, sad to say with my MS, multiple sclerosis, I do not use any artificial sweeteners, any recommendations asking Bobby, Bobby responds, with MS, keto diet is a must. And only use avocado oil, grass-fed ghee, virgin coconut, virgin olive oil. You will thrive. My mom died of MS five years ago. Her diet was horrible, though.
0: Awful. Awful. Awful, awful. I could not believe that he said that. And I didn't even care about his mom comment. Like, whatever. That's his mom that he just shamed. Yeah. The fact that he said you will thrive, he is promising this woman with MS that a keto diet will have her, like, basically cure her symptoms and have her thriving. No, 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 no. There is no evidence to suggest that a keto diet will cure MS. There is no cure for MS. And that sucks. And that's a horrible diagnosis to get. And I understand being desperate and willing to do anything if you get a diagnosis like that. But to have some charlatan like like him come on here and be like, Oh, just do keto, you'll thrive it's like that's really fucked up because you know what that woman probably changed her diet to keto and probably saw no improvements in her symptoms. you know, like he just gave her false hope it's awful
1: and people probably trust him and believe in him or at the very least are considering the things he's saying because he says it with conviction and confidence, but again, he is an informed consumer, (laughs) informed in quotation marks. He is a finance guy who likes to cook. He is nothing in the healthcare, no credentials.
0: And what's so frustrating is that the most successful people in the health and wellness space are business people. Uh Because they know what the consumer wants to see. They know what the consumer wants to hear. They know what sells. It's really disappointing.
1: And we've talked about this throughout this whole episode. But mentioning how Bobby and his diet recommendations are super not empathetic towards people who can't afford food that's grass-fed, free-range, organic, blah, 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 all of that. And there was another Instagram conversation. This is the last one, I promise. So this woman is responding to a post he had about how he's got to buy everything grass-fed, organic, this, this, and that. And she goes, it's just pricey with all of those sad emoji faces. Oh, they were talking about um, bread, about like, oh, you have to get like this sprouted, organic, non-GMO bread, whatever. So she goes, it's just pricey, sad face. And then in asterisks says, uses one slice per sandwich at Flave City. And then he responds, I feel ya, yeah, but you will pay for it later if you eat the cheap stuff, winky face. <laughs> I will say it was posted where the thing we're looking at it said he posted a day before and one person liked it so I'm glad that maybe more people besides us are seeing how like ridiculous this is but food science babe even commented on this too and said what a ridiculous privileged and misinformed thing to say to someone yeah can't couldn't say it better myself Yep. So yeah, one one last thing that Abby Langer said in her blog post was he, talking about Bobby, he's like a male mashup of Kourtney Kardashian, Food Babe, and Gwyneth Paltrow. I love, like, yes, which we, we, we've done an episode on Gwyneth Paltrow, done an episode on Food Babe. We haven't on Kourtney Kardashian yet. And Marie came up with the idea, maybe we need to do a Kardashian episode And just all the ridiculous things that they've claimed nutritionally, right? We stay in our scope.
0: Ah, yes. Kourtney Kardashian, another informed consumer. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Yes. So, with all of that being said, Marie, does Bobby Parrish and Flake City get the BS stamp?
0: Yes. (laughs) Even though not all of his content... The meal prepping stuff in particular and the recipes is not bad. And that's where I'm frustrated because I'm like, you started with a pretty good thing and you just twisted it way out of your scope of understanding. You were like a chef and you were like, hey, here's some fresh, easy recipes. Cool. And then he just went off the deep end. Yeah. It was the same, it was, dude, it was the same thing with food, babe. She literally was like, hey, I went from, like, eating McDonald's and takeout every single day to, like, eating fruits and vegetables. Food's really important. And people were like, yeah. And then she was like, GMOs. Like, GMOs. Oh, okay. Your problem wasn't the GMOs. <laughs> it was the McDonald's. Like, let's calm down. Uh-huh.
1: Seriously. Yes. There are lots of similarities here. Um, yeah. So... We never want to leave you guys just in the lurch. If you've been following Bobby Parrish and Flave City and you now know that he's a bunch of BS, we don't want to just leave you now with no one to follow. So we, Marie and I together came up with a big list of different Instagrams that we follow. All of them share really good stuff, grocery tips, nutrition tips, recipes, cooking tips, all sorts of stuff. We're going to add them in the show notes so you can add these people on Instagram. I'm also going to, if you do have an Instagram, follow us. RDs underscore DS underscore BS underscore pod. I'm going to make a reel this week, the week that this comes out and I'm going to tag all of these people. So they'll be really easy to follow, but these are people you can follow
0: who are credentialed. I do want to end this by just Saying what we say this every time we talk about an ingredient or a dye or a preservative or anything that people are gonna come back and claim that me and Emily are just telling the world to eat a bunch of processed food and like dietitians are being funded by craft, still waiting for my paycheck from them. But
1: same.
0: <laughs> there is a difference between not fear-mongering a food and not telling people that it will kill them because it won't, while also promoting that the bulk of your diet should be fresh fruits and vegetables or frozen fruits and vegetables and lean proteins and lean dairies and whole grains and as minimally processed as you can do with your means and your access to food. Yes, we will always have that be... Our outlook on nutrition, but we're just saying it's a massive disservice to the masses to shout at them while they're grocery shopping, telling them that what they're going to put in their body is killing them. Like it is unhelpful. That's an unhelpful approach to take because then you just drive people in fear of foods that are perfectly safe eating. They wind up a lot of people who don't have the means to buy organic and to buy sprouted bread and to buy all of these things wind up spending way more on groceries than they need to be for their health. There are cost-effective ways to get good, healthful foods. And now maybe they haven't paid a medical bill because you forced them to buy organic. And now maybe they didn't pay their electric bill because you told them they were going to die if they didn't gra- get grass fed beef. You know, like these are actual decisions that a lot of people are having to make and to just shout at them that their conventional beef is killing them and they need the grass fed one is not helpful. That is not a determinant of health. We have plenty of evidence showing there's no difference in health outcomes between buying those two products. So that is why it's dangerous. We're not saying you should eat goldfish all day long. We have never said that. We're saying goldfish every once in a while is not going to kill you. And shouting at people while they're grocery shopping that the goldfish are going to kill them is unhelpful.
1: Exactly. Yes. And it's irresponsible for someone with such a big platform and so many followers to be spewing such bad information. So But this was such a good episode, and it was a listener submission episode many times over. So we want to thank everyone who has been sending us in submissions. If you have questions for us, comments, more suggestions on topics, keep them coming our way. You know how to contact us. But until next time, I'm Emily. And I'm Marie. And don't let the BS get the best of you.